turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. It is recorded in the book of John that Jesus once said, If he is lifted up, he will draw all people unto himself. Christ's death, resurrection, and ascension are all linked to this glorious exaltation, and it is a call made to the entire world. No class, social status, race, or gender is excluded from this declaration. That is why we lift up the name of Jesus on this program every day. Our teaching pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with today's message. Pays back. Now notice what it says. He doesn't say make sure that nobody does wrong. It's not what it says. Because if you live in a fallen world, you are going to be wronged. He say, he doesn't say make sure no one does wrong. He says make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong. But always try. Oh, I know it's hard. But try to be kind. To each other and to everyone else. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you would not recognize this world if everybody lived according to those four verses. You wouldn't recognize this world. In other words, as Christians, a lot of stuff going on, and we're waiting for the Lord Jesus Christ to come back. Come on, Lord, we want you to come back now because we're getting tired of everything that we see. And the words are, We shouldn't be just sitting around twiddling our thumbs. Well, there's a lot going on. I don't want to be involved. I'm waiting for the Lord. The Lord's going to come back. Things are going to be fine. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to twiddle my thumbs until he returns. He said, don't be that. Don't be idle like that. Get involved. Take every moment you have left. Respect one another. Live in peace with one another. Encourage all people. Help those who are weak. Be patient with everyone. Always try to be kind. Do not pay back wrong for wrong. We're not supposed to sit around doing nothing. No, as believers, we should take every moment. We should be trying to build bridges and bring people together is what we should be doing. You know, today we live in what's called the cancel culture. It doesn't matter what you say. There's just a segment of society that disagrees with you. And they will cancel you out. And we're good at it too. Anybody says anything we don't like? Oh. We're going to say all kinds of bad things about you. And he's saying that's lazy. It takes work. It takes work to live in peace with each other. It takes work to encourage one another. It takes work and effort to help, to show patience, and to be kind to one another. But that's exactly what God has called us to be, is to be kind to one another. 
we need this word. And number four, he says, don't be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. Be joyful. Be prayerful. And be thankful. How many of you honestly, honestly, the last couple of years of your life, more than any other time in your life, it's just, if you just think about it, how many of you have been discouraged when you just look around at what's going on in our world today? You're just, it's discouraging. And he says, verse 16, do you have your Bibles? He said, as Christians, I know there's a lot to discourage you. But as believers, we need to be joyful always. We need to pray continually. And we need to give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Oh, listen, write this down. Write this down. We're to be joyful always. And that's a battle. It's a battle. I mean, I mean, if you think about it, this, this was written 2,000 years ago. I feel like he wrote it yesterday. Because as a Christian, I'm waiting for the Lord to return. And there's a lot of stuff going on. Don't forget, they lived in the Roman Greco world. You, you think things are bad today. I mean, Rome, Rome was a wild place. Greece was a wild place. And anyone who stood up and said, I'm going to serve Jesus Christ, they were persecuted and made fun of just like you are. And yet he says, we need, as believers, we should be joyful always, even though this world is dis- disheartening. And yet Paul says, don't let all the bad in this world discourage you because as Christians, this world is not our home. In context, everybody say context. In context, this is all about the second coming of Jesus Christ. One day, we get to go and be with Jesus for all of eternity. This world is not our home, so I don't need to be upset or discouraged about everything that's going on right now because sooner than we think, we'll all get to go to heaven and oh, what a day of rejoicing that will be. And then he says, pray, pray continually. This is not like where you send someone a text and they text you back two hours later. No, this is like you live in the presence of God. Think of a road trip, an eight-hour road trip. You're in a car with somebody and you're going to go someplace for eight hours. They're in your presence. Now, you're, gonna, you're not going to talk for eight hours, but you're going to talk most of it. But the entire trip, you're going to know you're with that person. To pray continually means that no matter what's going on in this world... You have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And number three, he says, be thankful, not in some circumstances, but be thankful in all circumstances. And that's difficult. But we do know as believers that God promises to make all things good for those who love him, right? He's going to turn all things, no matter how bad they are, he's got this ability to have good come out of even the bad that happens in our life. There was a Scottish pastor named Alexander Wyatt who always began his prayers with a word of thanksgiving. And on one particular cold, wet, icy day, 
the members of his church wondered how he would thank God on this day. And he stood before his congregation, he bowed his head and he prayed and he said these words, We thank thee, O Lord, that this, that it isn't always like today, is what he said. And that's a good prayer. And as Christians, because of our faith, because of the second coming, knowing, knowing, knowing that one day I'm going to be in heaven, that everything in this life is fleeting. Therefore, I can, I can look at everything that happens through a different lens, knowing I'm going to be there one day with him. And I can be thankful when we see and hear of wars and hatred and division and sickness and sorrow, it allows us as Christians to be joyful in the midst of such sorrow. We can be prayerful in the midst of such tragedy. We can be thankful in the midst of such trials because we know that one day Jesus is going to take us to our heavenly perfect dwelling place. We know. We know. And number five, oh, get this, do not delay. Do not delay. Avoid evil. And allow God to sanctify you. Because everywhere you turn in this world, you see and hear of evil. We have witnessed that in our country in the last two weeks. In a grocery store in Buffalo, New York, and in a church down here at Laguna Miguel, and in a school in Uvalde, Texas. I want you to think about that for just a moment. In New York, which is on the East Coast, in, in Laguna Niguel, which is in California, which is on the West Coast. So we got the East Coast, we got evil. On the West Coast, we got evil. And now in the heartland in Texas, we see evil. Three people full of hatred and evil enter a store, a church, and a school and murder people in cold blood i'm not here to make any kind of political statement but i will tell you that the bible is warning us if you study it that we are living in the end times and god destroyed the world once in the days of noah because of evil and he is returning again in short order to judge this world again once and for all and here's what his instructions are to us as we're waiting for him to return. He says in verse 19, do not put out the Spirit's fire. What does that mean? That means that if you ever hear the voice of God leading you through his Holy Spirit, that whatever the Holy Spirit is leading you to do, you need to listen and respond to the voice of God. Do not turn away from that spirit direction in your life do not quench the spirit's fire 
Then he said, do not treat prophecies with contempt. Say, what does that mean? That means as you look at everything that's going wrong in this world, keep your eyes in the Word of God. Because what happens is this. We are ourselves caught up in this world. As believers, many of us are living in the night. And we read the Bible, and the Bible tells us something that happened last week when people walked out of church. Because there was something in the Bible they disagree with. So, hey, I don't care about that. I'm going to continue to live my life the way I want to live my life. Okay, go ahead. But you are showing contempt for God's Word. And what you need to do is to humble yourself. And what you read in here, you need to live according to this book. What we've done is we've raised up a generation of people where we've taken the Bible and prayer out of school. We no longer have a moral compass. And what we've taught and ingrained in people is you do whatever makes you happy. And the problem with you do whatever makes you happy allows someone to stay in their room, start to think up some evil things. And well, hey, I've been taught I can do whatever I want to do. I can make a name for myself. I can do what I want. That's what our culture dictates. And so someone gets up and performs or does an evil act, they're just acting out what we've taught them to do, which is to do whatever you want to do, that there is no moral compass, there is no right from wrong, that there is no God. And what we've got to do is get back to where we're teaching people the Scriptures and let the Word of God lead you because the Bible tells us that we're to live in peace with each other, we're to be kind to each other, that we're to not pay back wrong for wrong. I mean... Do not put out the Spirit's fire and do not show contempt for the Word of God. Run to the Word of God and let this be your guide. Verse 21, test. Test everything. Don't believe anything that you hear. Test. I know you think I'm crazy, but I, 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 I go home thinking I'm preaching to a wall over there. For how many times I've mentioned from this pulpit, you need to get a Bible and bring it with you to church because I could be saying anything and it's like, well, you, you think it's in the Bible? I could just be making stuff up right now. You wouldn't know because you don't have the Bible. Test everything. He says, hold on, hold on. Don't hold on to anything that's good. In verse 22, avoid, avoid, flee, run from anything that is evil. And may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you, which means make you holy, through and through if there is anything inside your heart anything inside your mind that is unholy god wants to get rid of that in you and then he says may your whole spirit and your soul and your body be kept blameless till the coming of the lord jesus christ and the one who calls you is faithful and he will do it avoid evil and allow God to sanctify you.
And I'm, I know some of you disagree with this theologically, but if you get up today and you say, I'm, gonna just, I'm just gonna embrace evil and I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk with evil and I'm gonna, I'm gonna encourage evil and I'm gonna get up every day, forget about God, I'm just gonna live my life. Well, God's not gonna sanct, God can't sanctify you if you're embracing evil. You've gotta turn and run from everything that is evil. And in that process, God sees, hey, I'm gonna, he, comes, he will be the one, ultimately, who sanctifies you. But he still created each of us with freedom to choose. And every day of our life, we've got to choose to follow God. Amen? Amen? I want you to know that God knows what's best for you. Years ago, a Model T Ford was the one car that most Americans drove. And one afternoon, there was a broken down Model T Ford on the side of the road, and the driver had the hood up. He was looking inside. He couldn't get the engine to start. And here came another Model T Ford that pulled over. Guy got out, came over, looked into the hood, put his hands down there, and pretty soon that engine was purring like a kitten. And the man said, how did you do that? I, I, I've been sitting here trying to get this car started. How did you do that? And the man, the repairman, he was wiping his hands. He said, oh, it was easy. I'm the guy who built this car. My name is Henry Ford. <laughs> oh, if you could learn one thing about the Bible and all these scriptures, is that God is the one who made you, and God knows what's best for you, and these are the instructions for you. You do, know, you do not know what's best for you. But God knows what's best for you. So if God says, avoid every kind of evil, you just need to say, you know, that's what that says. I need to avoid every kind of evil. Just trust God. And if God says, live at peace with everyone, then just accept that and try to live at peace with everyone. And if God's word says, be kind, then be kind. And if God's word says, put on the breastplate of faith and love, then put on the breastplate of faith and love. And if God's word says, put on the helmet of Jesus Christ, uh, the, the helmet of salvation, which is Jesus Christ, then put on that helmet called Jesus Christ. He knows what's best for you. And many people think, many people think that all this was written to keep me from having a good time. And just the opposite is true. This was all written so that you might live an abundant life and live it to the full. Oh, the very last verse, the very last verse, the question is, why hasn't he returned yet? Because if it was up to me, I would have already come back. Lord, I have had it up to here. And that's exactly what they were thinking. But 2 Peter 3, 9 says, The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness, but He is patient, not wanting anyone to perish, but He wants everyone to come to repentance. You say, why hasn't the Lord Jesus Christ come back? I'll give you one answer. There's only one reason why He hadn't come back yet, and that is He's waiting on you to be saved. Imagine how his heart is broken over what he sees on this earth. I didn't make any of you. 
But God made all of us. And he made us diverse. He made us different. But we're all his sons and his daughters. Those of us that are in Christ, he unites us. And about of anybody in this country, it ought to be those of us in the church. We're the ones, as we're waiting on Jesus to return, which could be today, we should show the world how to love each other, how to pray for one another, how to encourage one another, how to have peace, helping those who are timid, encouraging those who are lazy, and do everything we can do to build bridges and make a difference for God in this kingdom until He returns. Amen. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. We have a special gift for everyone listening today to help with your daily Bible reading. It's our Anchored Journal, a complete 365-day Bible reading guide and journal that will help you stay connected to God's Word throughout the coming year. It works with any version of the Bible you are currently reading. The Anchored Journal comes in a choice of colors and can be yours right now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. It's as simple as calling our toll-free number, 888 888- 818-4777. You won't want to miss out on this limited time offer, so be sure to call right now. Our number again is 888-818-4777. The Anchor Journal can also be found on our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. Get yourself anchored to God's Word with your personal Anchor Journal today. We live in the most distracted culture in the history of the world. We see about 10,000 messages every day. We even touch our phones about 2,000 times a day. We're literally being overwhelmed with information. That's why there's no better time than right now for Dudley Rutherford's remarkable new book, One Thing, Rediscover a Simpler Faith in Our Complicated World. In this timely book, Pastor Dudley invites you to open your Bible and look closely at seven key passages of Scripture where you'll find the beautifully uncomplicated phrase, One Thing. These scriptures will quiet all the noise that you're hearing and call you back to a simpler faith. Dudley Rutherford has discovered the secret of how to focus our lives on the one thing that matters. What if you could find that simplicity? It's waiting out there, and this is your roadmap to freedom. Contact Lift Up Jesus today and get your copy of One Thing, the book that could finally change everything. If you've experienced a pregnancy or neonatal loss that has you feeling hopeless, angry, or confused, 
you are not alone. Losing a baby leaves behind a pain that is often hard for others to understand. That's why we want you to know about In Loving Arms. In Loving Arms is a six-week support group that helps hurting moms and dads come together to find comfort and healing. You'll explore tough questions and hear testimonies from those who have found healing after their loss. You'll hear from other moms and dads just like you as they share honestly and candidly about their own experience of loss. Together with others who understand exactly what you're going through, you can begin to heal and you won't be alone. To learn more, visit jakesjourney.org or simply call Shepherd Church at 818-831-9333 and we'll guide you from there. That's jakesjourney.org or call us at 818-831-9333 to learn more. I'm Dudley Rutherford, Senior Pastor of Shepherd Church in Los Angeles, and I'd like to invite you to our services on Easter weekend. Maybe it's been years since you've been to a church, or maybe you've never been at all. Well, this Easter would be the perfect time to experience a community of people who believe in what God can do in your life. Join us at one of our three locations, Porter Ranch, Woodland Hills, Aqua Dulce, as we celebrate the resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us tomorrow at this same time as we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley.